Standing with Jen and Omar. Hey guys, welcome back. Hi. Hello, 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 hello. We're here. We're here. It's a million degrees out. Oh my God, why is it so hot? So hot. Well, you know what? It's easier though. So much easier. Now that we've lost multiple people between us. Yeah. It's a million degrees out and yet we still walked on a journey with the dog this morning. Yeah, it was fun. And the dog was in the worst shape out of the three of us. <laughs> Halfway through, she's like, fuck. She's so hot. You guys, I can't, I can't do it like that, that cup of water was insufficient. And the best part is, is that she's so dramatic yeah. with her panting yeah. that people think that we've had this poor dog out in the world. Walking for, for miles. three hours. Right. Without any water. It has been 10 minutes. It's been less than 10 <laughs> minutes. Like, it's like the second she goes outside. She overheats like you. Yeah, yeah. She's like me. And the second she goes outside, she's like, oh, fuck. Well, the like, panting. Get the dog some water. I was like, she just had she some. She just had some. But the panting is like how they sweat. No, no, I know. You know, so like she's, that's her trying to cool down. But it's, it's super exaggerated and. Well, what's your excuse for the panting? Yeah, that's just... <laughs> for your walking around the streets with your tongue out. It's just how I live. You're just trying to be in solidarity with a dog? Yeah. It's like, no, I get you, dog. <sighs> it's like, she understands me. We both get pink belly. Yeah, she does. Yeah. Oh my God. We both it's, get really it's red. so hot. Yeah. We have to start putting, uh, when that sun gets too hot, put the pads on her. Yeah. On her feet. She's like little... Make her walking boots. Little She's booties. Hate it. I know. But it's good for her. I know. We can't let her burn her little pads off. No, it's not good. No. Uh, then you got to wear them too. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah. So we, I want to talk about real quick uh, the disappointment that is Michelle Wolf's new show. Yeah. I'm done. Because we went back. We, went, we tried again. We, we tried again. <clears throat> we were a couple. We were a couple weeks uh, late on it, so we was, we had like two or three episodes to yeah. catch up. So I was like, let's do it now. And when you mentioned it. Because you were like, let's watch it. And I, was, I like, was like, oh, well, we have some of those we could watch. And I was like, oh, okay. Like, I, I was dreading it because yeah. I was afraid. Because I really do like her. I think yeah. she's a hilarious comedian. Uh, but I was dreading watching it again for fear of hating her. Right. If she did it again. And sure enough, she did it again. Yep. This like, time, right out of the gate. Like, like, the first, the opening monologue yeah. was fat shaming. Why? Yeah. Why? There's no need for it. So no. she was talking about... This is how late we were. She was talking about when the uh, Miss America or the Miss USA or one of the... Whatever the pageant is. I think is. the one that Trump used to own. Right. Um, he, They're no longer doing the swimsuit category. Yeah. Which is cool. But then also, her point was, maybe don't announce that the same year that you're also saying that you're allowing any size woman, any... Quote unquote larger women, which is still going to be yeah, tiny people, right. but whatever. It's like they, they're okay. Like it's open to every and anyone. Yeah. It's like but, both things are good news. But she's like, don't do, maybe don't do them at the same time, which yeah. was funny. Like yeah. that's funny. Yes. That's you, a good point. She's right. Don't like it makes it seem like you're only not doing the swimsuits because you're allowing fat people now. And now you don't and no one wants to see the fat girls. Yeah. But then she goes into a tangent about how, like, if it's really real, like if you really want to do that. I want to see the grossest, fattest, basically cheeseburger eating. It's like that's and no, you almost you were so close because she even started off good. You know, like she was point like at the beginning as she was easing into the bit, she was talking about like, you know, and and this is a valid point. Like, oh yeah, sure, it'll be plus size women, but it's still going to be the quote unquote 
the, the pretty, right the right kind of plus the, size. The, it's the, still going to be the hourglass for a fat girl, right? Like but type but girls. not even that. That it's going to be the hourglass. Like my shape is a socially acceptable mm-hmm. shape mm-hmm. for someone to be heavier, right? Like that, you and Ashley Graham and those. Like kind that's of, that's socially acceptable. What and she was talking about. She was like, I want to see more like the Tess Holiday, who she's. Not hourglass. She's an, more of an apple shape. Let's see some more of those, which is awesome. Yes. yes. True. Fact. But then... But then she did it wrong. Then she did it wrong. And it's like, you're so close, but the fact that you don't give a shit about fat people just shines through. Yeah, like, that's your own shit that you're bringing clear. into this. Because you could have made this bit work, and it continued for it to be funny and relevant, yeah. without going down the road that she went, where she's like... Basically, like, I want to see the wrong, quote unquote, wrong kind of fat people. Yeah, right. The gross fat people. Yeah. Like, what did she say? Like, shape like a candy apple because that's what she eats. Yeah, exactly. Like, go fuck yourself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right in mm-hmm. your fucking face. Yeah. That's, it's fuck very you. disappointing. Fuck every writer that signed off on that. Uh-huh. Go fuck yourself. Fuck the producers who signed off on that. Fuck everything. Yeah. Fuck everybody. Because, like. Uh, unless you want to put me on your show, then I <laughs> love it. <laughs> Uh, and these uh, opinions are only my wife's. <laughs> uh, guys, I got to stop myself. I can't close the doors. Um, I'm slamming them. No. Slamming these doors. No. Fuck your doors. No, it's fucked up because it's so easy not to because she started off that way. Yeah. She started off like, I, I'm 100% agree with you. Yes, you're right. That's it's like bullshit. you're, and you're then, saying good things and you're doing it no, funny. No, 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 and no. And then off it's the like, rails. It's like when a man tries to prove how much he's a feminist, but then he says the one thing that's like, nope, you almost, we all, you it's almost, so close. you're so close. Yeah. And then you fucked up. And, and then that, you show your true colors. Yeah. And yeah. so it's even more disappointing because it's not just like, oh, you stepped in it. Like you put your foot in your mouth. It's like, oh no, you're just telling me right. who you are. Oh, it's like when I went to, so I had an ingrown toenail situation <laughs> and I went to this doctor and he was like, of old white dude and i took my shoes off and he immediately noticed my painted orange nails yeah and it was like the thing where i told you it was like he he's older so he's trying to be woke right but he's trying to let me know that my orange toenails are cool with him yeah but instead of just not saying anything he said it Right. Which makes you seem like it's not cool. Like you are drawing attention to it, which like, lets like, me know that you are uncomfortable. I took my shoes off and he goes, oh, did you, you know, did you go, did you do it yourself or did you go to a manicurist or a pedicurist? And I was just like, yeah, I had my lady do them, my, my, you know, my, my lady who does my many petties. And he goes, oh, I'm totally okay with that. And I was like, and in my head, I was just like, you fucking should be. Right. But I couldn't <laughs> say it because this guy's about to take a, a, a knife to my foot. Right. So I didn't want to like make it. And I was in so much pain that I was like, I need you to, I need to check this homophobia after you're done. Yeah. yeah. Helping me with this intense amount of pain. Yeah. But it was, it's like that one of those situations where it's just like, I'm cool <laughs> with whatever it is. It's like, thanks. It's like, or a, you could have just said nothing. And also like you're already, okay. So in you feeling like you had to say that, you're already telling me that you've made assumptions about me based on the fact that there's color on my toenails, which is yep. stupid. Yeah. And that you're uncomfortable and that you feel like you have to then tell me you're not uncomfortable. Right, because you're incredibly uncomfortable. And all that does is prove to me that you are reading too much into toenails, first yeah, of all. They're like, just, let's they're relax. They're just toes, man. They're just toes. They're, like, gr- they're gross looking usually, and I wanted to s- 
spruce them up a little bit. Like let's we're just, like, I just, we're just throwing it. We're literally slapping a coat of paint on that's, there. Like that's it. That's this it. is not a big deal. This is not some social revolution. Right, right. It's fucking toenail polish. Right. right. I'm not, not making, that big of a deal. I'm not making statements. I'm no, just, like I mean, you kind of are. I kind of am. Like, a as little a huge bit. guy, <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. it's kind of fantastic to be like, go ahead, like right. comment on my toenails. Right. I would love to be the one that gets to educate you on how stupid you are. Yes. That's fun. But also like... But in this scenario, it's like, you're a foot doctor, my guy. Like, my, Also, this, yeah, you're a foot doctor. This is you're, your whole world. You're welcome for seeing some pretty toes for <laughs> once. How many fucked up feet do you think he fucked saw that like, day already? The guy who went in before me looked like a meth head, and I know his toes were fucked. Mm-hmm. I know his toes were fucked. So you're welcome yeah. from bringing some color into your world. <laughs> you got to like be face deep in some to- gross feet all day. Yeah. You're welcome. It's like, and they're clean. They're, they're clean, clean and they're painted and they're freshly pedicured. They've been scrubbed down. Except for the ingrown toenail thing. You're welcome. <laughs> I brought you some delightful feet. I brought you some great fucking feet. And all you got to right? do is make me feel weird about it. All you you could have just made fun of how big my feet were. That would have been okay. But you had to make, you had to be like, I'm cool with your lifestyle of <laughs> getting your toes painted, whatever this is. Yeah. Uh, happy pride. is like, no, no. What are you doing? Stop. Enough. It's like it was like the the podiatrist equivalent of like the parent that tells their gay kid that they still love them anyway. Oh, we, like, we, there was not one of in those. In spite of this, like this is what? Remember that that lady <laughs> we, we went to Pride last weekend and there was a lady who brought her son and it was his first Pride oh and she was telling everyone it was like lady. She was super I assure you he wants you to stop. She wants you yeah, he would like you to shut the fuck up. Shut please. the fuck up. <laughs> And they it's were all, really cute. Though. I was, uh, but I was openly mocking her with him for him for him. Yeah, yeah. And be like, she, "Don't worry, she's gonna be here at your twentieth pride." And be like, "This is my baby twentieth pride. This is twentieth pride." Yeah. And he's like laughing. He's like, "She's too much." I was like, "I know. I know. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> we kind of have the same mom." Yeah, you were like, "I also have a Latina mom." Yeah, exactly. They're yeah. all they're all overwhelming. <laughs> um, but uh, so yeah. That disappointing. I don't. I'm never gonna watch it again. We, yeah, you I were turned done. it off after like three, two minutes. Yeah, you were just like, I that I can't I can't, can't do. Like I watch this show for happiness and joy and to forget. Yeah. Or not to forget because she talks about political shit, but to then laugh to, about to it to process it. And now I feel uncomfortable. Yeah. Watching your comedy show. Right. Because that's not fucking funny. Like I was just talking to some of the um the new in. We have a new batch of interns at work. And we were talking about, yeah, no, they're they're delightful. But we were talking about like life and like what we do outside of there. And, you know, we're talking a little bit about the podcast. And there was like, there was one of, one of the kids, he had lost a a lot of weight himself. And so we were kind of talking about that. And I just lost my train of thought completely. You were talking to the interns about, and then one of them had lost a hundred pounds. So it had nothing to do with that. You're going to have to cut this out. I completely lost my train of thought. No, I'm just staying in. No, I this derail. Like, I have no idea where it's I was fine. going. It's fine. What did I say moving. before that? Before that, you were talking about you got new interns. And we're no, talking what about we were talking about before that? Michelle Wolf. She's lost it, guys. I'm sorry. Jen, I've never seen this happen to her before. <laughs> She's, you can literally see the, the birds circling around her head like, like a Looney Tunes cartoon. And she got knocked unconscious. It's fine. We'll move on. It's gone. It's gone. It's gone. I had something very interesting to say. Well, if you remember it, come back to it. We'll come back to it. I have no idea. I think she blacked out everyone. Yeah. I've never seen this. Her eyes are glazed over. I have no idea. She's just shaking her head. 
You just got to cut this whole thing out. I'm not cutting it out. This is staying in. This is staying in. Nobody wants to listen to me lose my train of thought. It's hilarious. There's nothing fascinating about that. It's funny as hell. It's funny as hell. I'm keeping it in. But moving on, we're going to talk about um, non-scale victory. Yay! Yay! See, we forget the train of thought thing, and we move straight on to something new. Well, stop referencing it, because you're going to cut it out. I'm not cutting it out. I Um, I know. Um, I... This last week, I have a couple friends of ours who are unemployed. We've mentioned them on the show, Marcus and Nick. And so we decided to have a fun employed barbecue. Yes. Well, uh, well all the well, that's wives the and girlfriends thing. were at work. Because we're all in <laughs> relationships. So we all took a selfie at this barbecue at 1 o'clock in the afternoon. You and bastards. all the wives and girls were like, well, well, we're working. And I was like, well, yeah, because... You're smashing the patriarchy. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> We're the stay-at-home husbands, yeah. and this is what we do. This is our bonbons and soap uh-huh. operas time. Um, so we do that, and I, in the, like, in the middle of it, I've had many drinks. I've had a good amount of food, and I turned to Marcus, who rode his bike there, and I said, Marcus, I need to learn how to ride a bike. He's today. like, yeah. I was like, today. <laughs> like, right now. Yeah. And mind you, I was very drunk. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was wearing flip-flops because I couldn't wear closed-toe shoes yet because of my ingrown toenail removal situation. Right. So this was not a good idea at all. No. But I had that drunk confidence. Sure. And I was just like, let's do this. And I never learned how to ride a bike when I was little because, like, no one had time for that. Right. And it's not like we could afford a bike anyway. So right. what the fuck is the point of learning? <laughs> you know? And then growing up as an adult, I was like, I'm going to do it. And then, But I was too fat. Right. And then it became like, I would need a special bike. Yeah. And, and then, I'm not going to buy a special bike and spend hundreds of dollars not knowing if I can even ride it. And then if I don't ever learn how to ride it or I'm too chicken shit to try, right. it's just going to be a $800 bike that's just sitting there. Yeah. Because, like, the wheels got... I weighed 500 pounds. The wheel have to be special. Everything was going to need to be... The seat has to be special. Yeah. The arm rest... The, the arms have to be high. Like, it has to be a specially built Custom. bike for me. Sure. Uh, and I was like, I'm not spending... I'm, so, I just never did it. Yeah. And then now, I... I was just like, I might be able to fit on a normal bike. Yeah. You're but well was, within range. You're tall. Yeah. But so there's that still makes it hard, like but. that fat kid thing where I'm just not sure. I was just drunk and wanted to try it yeah. if it's even possible. So I get out. I, I get Marcus's bike. I was like, oh, I don't know if I'm going to do like flatten your tires because <laughs> I'm like in my head, I'm still really fat. Right. Uh, so Marcus goes, we weigh the same now. <laughs> and this is my bike. And I was like, <gasps> what? Yeah. <laughs> so I hop on it, and Marcus and Kayla, yeah, Nick's girlfriend. So Kayla gets home, home from, from work. work. <laughs> yeah, she slaved away at work all day. Now yeah. she's got to come deal with us, and we're hammered in her house. And this is great because now in in that group, once Kayla arrived, she is now the second tallest next yes. to you. Yes, so it's me, Kayla, and then Marcus. And Marcus in descending height. And the best thing is that I'm brown, Kayla's brown, Marcus is brown. Right. So it looked like. Mom and dad. Mom and dad teaching their tall, their giant, giant baby son. <laughs> to how to ride a bike. So cute. So they get me on. I put a little helmet on. And they're like literally running next to me as they're teaching me. And then at one point, they let go. <laughs> and I was like, oh, God, no. Don't. You said you wouldn't let go. Uh, and then 
but and then that was on the sidewalk and we couldn't I couldn't get it and then we could, went on the street and it was much easier. Yeah. And my real mom and dad taught me how to ride a bike in less than an hour. So cute. While I was hammered. It was so cute. And then like they and so, flippy floppies. And they're texting me. I'm at work. They're texting me videos of the progress that's being made. Right. And in one of the videos, my favorite thing is you hear off camera our other friend Stugs yell, "Pedal, Keep pedaling, pedal, don't stop pedal. pedaling." And then you you were like not really. You were having trouble with the brakes. Yeah. And so at one point, you're coming in pretty hot, hot. And then you just throw your feet down like Fred Flintstone. And then everyone just yells, don't do that. Yeah. Well, there was one <laughs> point where I was coming. So Stocks the whole time was like, you got to pedal fast so you can stay balanced. Yeah. You got to pedal. 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 And he's fucking yelling at me, <laughs> pedal. Because mind you, it's like. Nick and Kayla teaching me, but then Stoggs is there. Nick is there. Well, like, Marcus and, and Kayla were teaching you. Sorry, Marcus, yeah. Kayla. And then I have like three other friends on the sidewalk watching. It was like the, the cheerleading section. It was. And so they're all yelling instructions. And I'm like, I can't work like this. <laughs> um, and then so I finally kind of figured it out. And I've like started riding the bike. But the brake situation, like you said, I haven't not figured it out nah. yet. Um, so I always want to slam my feet on the ground like Fred Flintstone, like you said. Which was great. Stop. You were wearing flip flops and had the wounded toe. Yeah. So that uh, that didn't end very well. Um, (laughs) But there was one point where I was coming back. I ridden down all the way down the block by myself, and then was riding back, and I was about to go through the intersection, and then Stogs goes, "Stop pedaling! Stop pedaling! (laughs) Intersection!" And I was like, never! And I just kept going. Like, they were blocking traffic for me yeah. and everything. It was pretty great. But then I came to a stop, and I was afraid of hitting the brakes. I thought I was going to go over the handlebars or something ridiculous. Yeah. I forgot that there's the brakes happen on both wheels. Well, this is all new to you. It's so. all new to me. So I was like, oh, right. The brakes happen on both wheels, not just the front one. Yeah, you're my not thing just going to hop like, up. Yeah, my thing was like the the only the 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 front wheel stops, and I'm just gonna go over. Like also not factoring in like even if that were the case, I weigh, all your weight yeah, is I on still, the back tire. I still weigh 280 pounds. Y- you're gonna um, be okay. <laughs> I'm not thinking. I'm drunk. Yeah. This is what I'm saying. <laughs> uh, also, I'm very scared. Like there's that confidence, but I'm oh also scared because yeah. I'm like I don't want to stop and I don't want to fall. Well, and you're so tall that I don't want to fall. Sitting on this bike, it's like. That's a long way down. It's a long if way you're gonna, down. If you're just going to go and over... And the seat's all the way up. Yeah, so it's, it's not like when you're a kid and you're learning and it's like, oh, if I fall over, I fall over. You can't die when you're a kid, yeah. Whatever, like... And I don't know. I mean, I got pretty hurt when I was a kid. That's why I, I yeah, started Yeah, I didn't riding. want that. And then but, so the last time I did it, when I finally was like, take this away from me, I stopped and... I Fred Flintstone stopped. I didn't use the brake. I just like slammed feet on the floor and my flip-flop went under my foot and came out up and it was just like it like my, rotated around it like foot. rotated and i was just like okay take this away from me before i get hurt yeah and i was like but i did it i learned yeah and then so and there were the cops were there were like that oh, those cops that were there for some other auxiliary reason. cops showed up which is like pay like nypd security guards they yeah. don't even have guns but they showed up and i was like oh i'm in trouble oh no uh, what did i do uh but they I, I don't know why they were there but they were what the one lady was like is he learning how to ride a bike <laughs> And they were like, yeah, yeah, he just learned. And they were like, oh, that's cool. I never learned. And I was like, oh, baby girl, come learn. They'll teach you. They're so good at it. My friends are really good at it. Uh, But no, it was fun. And then so yesterday, we're sitting here and we're like, you want to go rent a city bike for a little bit and try it out? Because I I was eager to get back on because I don't want to 
I had to have a momentum. Yeah, you don't want to lose it. Yeah, so I was like, I want to get back on. And you hadn't ridden a bike since you were like 12? I think that the last time I remember riding my bike was, I was probably 12, maybe 13 tops. Because I think it was like, even, it might have even been earlier than that. Because I, like, we moved when I was like eight. And I still had my bike at that point when we moved to Franklin. So I had it. And I remember riding in like the parking lot of the apartment complex we were in. But I don't remember at what point I Either the bike was too small for me, or I don't know. But it's been several. But it's been decades. a very long time. Yeah, since you were in a bike. Well, and I and I wasn't too excited to get back on a bike at any point. <laughs> yeah. Because when I was, I think it was when I was eight. It was before we moved. I had this accident where I was riding bikes with a friend of mine in her neighborhood, and there was um, this was in Randolph, in. Massachusetts, like closer to Boston. Okay. And they were building these new developments. This was when it was like the urban sprawl was still kind of new to that part of the South Shore. Right. So they were still, they were putting in all these new houses. And on her block, there were like chunks of like concrete and asphalt just kind of in the street. And like we had, I was like a daredevil bike rider. Like we would like build ramps and what, like I would ride, go down a hill with my feet on the handlebars. Like I was not, a, I had zero fear on a bike. Right. And because I've been riding bikes like my whole life, like riding around the neighborhood. I mean, you live live in the suburbs is kind of what you do. But this was like it was like Stranger Things. Like that was me and my friends would be like, we're going to go ride bikes. And you would just tear around the whole neighborhood. And that's how you got around before you got your license. Yeah. Like (laughs) that's just what you did. And so I was fearless and we were riding around in her neighborhood and my wheel got caught on a huge hunk of something. (sighs) And I went over my handlebars, but we were going fast enough and it happened fast enough that I didn't have enough time to even put my hands up in front of me. To catch myself. So when I went over, my arms got pinned behind me Ooh. and I hit face first oh, no. and scraped the pavement with my face ah. to the point that I'm like legit amazed that I'm not deformed. Like, cause the whole right side of my face was no face. See, that's what I'm afraid of. Cause you even have, you yeah. still have a scar, right? Well, so my, my mouth is a weird shape on the side. Cause I had stitches. I had 13 yeah. stitches in this lip Oof. and then I can see differences from in my symmetry Mm -hmm. that I know other people don't notice. But like when I do my eye makeup, I'm aware that this eye is a little bit different because it, it was a pretty traumatic thing. And like nasty fall. And I had my second teeth already. So they actually put an acrylic cast on my teeth to save my teeth so that my second teeth wouldn't fall out. So it was just like this very bizarre traumatic thing. And then, so when I got older and like when I lived in Olympia and I, we had roommates that were like part of like the bike punks, which is like this whole sub culture in Olympia of like weirdos on bikes, whatever. Um, but I had no desire. I had plenty of access. I had plenty of room. It's very suburban. I could have been riding bikes all day. And I was just like, hard pass. I'll walk. I have a station wagon. Right. Yeah, Thank I have you a very much. I'm an adult. <laughs> I'm an adult person. And I don't feel like breaking myself while I don't have insurance. Then you start making fun of them. And you're just like, only children ride bikes. <laughs> it's like, Adults drive and cars. meanwhile, I'm like crying inside. Just like, that looks really fun. I want to ride a bike. I really want to ride bikes that was, with my friends. That's been me my whole life. Yeah. I just so want to ride bikes. I, I just want to ride a bike. Well, that's why yesterday. I mean, I didn't have friends growing Aww. up. So it was more like I want to ride a bike alone somewhere. <laughs> just um, circling just in a parking lot somewhere. <laughs> circling the block. I mean, that was kind of me. I was an only child, but. Yeah. But you well, have friends. Yeah. I mean, in my first town I lived, I mean, it's hard to I had, I had a brother and a sister. Yeah. And I still was alone. They were too cool for me. So right. they were out having their friends. Right. And I, I had no one. No. It was just me and my mom. <laughs> well, we had, so we had a very wholesome day yesterday. So like we, we did. It was we went like to the library. Kid. We did. Cause so I have 
trying to better my life, y'all. <laughs> my therapist told me I need to. This is like a, um, it's like rolling changes. I feel like it's like the yeah. the ripple effect from the surgery of like all the other things that kind of. It's true because it's like, okay, this thing, this one thing was dramatic, the surgery, and it's changed my life completely. So now I have to start doing other things mentally and yeah. also physically to change. And so I, that's one of the things I was talking about with our therapist. And I was just like, I have a hard I have a hard time starting things and then seeing them through. Right. So I figured I was just like, when I start small, yeah, do small things, uh, and then that'll get my motivation up to try bigger things and see those through. Yeah. So like one of the things was like learning how to ride a bike. That's like not quick. I didn't think it was gonna be that quick. I thought no, it was that be was like actually really impressive. A couple of times, but I was like, I want to do that. Boom, nailed it. Okay. I mean, I'm still learning. Yeah. Like I didn't nail it. Like when we went out yesterday, I actually was focused more on breaking yes. i think i did a pretty decent job yeah of breaking uh and so i was like okay i'm gonna do it a couple more times and really try it because there's no way i'm ready for the streets no like we went to it's a park terrifying. in central park that's like closed off yeah it's like when you first learn how to ride a car you go to like a like a sealed off park it's like you want to be where there's nothing around and you can't right. hurt yourself or others it's like that kind of thing so i was like okay the bike thing and then i was like well i want to read more because i did growing up my public school education failed me miserably. Yeah. And didn't they did not encourage reading, so we didn't. Uh so I was like, I want to read a book a month and it was like I was reading Handmaid's Tale while also watching the show, which is probably a mistake. I wouldn't do it. Yeah. Um I wouldn't do it again. Um but I ha- had some time. I had like two days to finish the rest of the book and I was only halfway through, but I did it. I yeah. finished it. I was like, Yes, I did it. And so that happened yesterday. Well and, and you started to notice that from and this is something that it's like you know, with child early childhood education, they stress is, you know, the more you read to kids and the more kids read, right. the the more they build confidence, the better they get at it. Yep. And you even started to see that kind of measurable difference and like, oh, like I'm not just like a lost cause that just reads slow forever. Like right. I'm reading faster. Well, that was one of the things that would take me forever to finish a book because I was a, such a slow reader. Right. And now that I'm reading, I've read a couple books already this year or a few books actually. Yeah. I think like five or six, which yeah. is, that's more crazy. than I've ever read in my life. Right. Like I've read more books this year than I have, I think, in my life. Wow. Already, um, which is telling you a lot. And it's, but it's it explains just funny, a lot, like, guys. Everyone's <laughs> listening is like, ah, yeah, that makes total sense. I understand him now. But it's like people don't really believe that that reading is something that is like a practice. Right. And right. you know, so it's it's like it's like the riding the bike. It's like the more I do it, the better I'm exactly. going to get at it. Exactly. And like. For a lot of people, I feel like they categorize reading as something different, and it's like either you're good at it or you're bad at it. Well, you got to work out your brain too. Exactly. You know, and, and that's it, part it's of it's not just a good or bad. It's like you you do it and you practice at it. Well, that's part of working out the the depression and all that kind of yeah. brain stuff. It's like you got to exercise that shit. Yeah, you have to entertain your your brain yeah, and give yeah. it things to think about and so you're not challenges. thinking about the bad stuff. Right. It's like fill it with something else. Right. Uh, even though I was reading Handmaid's Tale. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of a little counterproductive. Yeah. Um. But so I, I've noticed. Yeah, I've noticed that I'm reading faster now, and I I finished that half a book in three days, which is a lot. Like I've never done that. Right. And then my next goal is to. So my my goal is to finish at least a book a, a a month. Yeah. My next like when I do that, like when I'm in the middle of that, I also then want to like, if you let's say you have to go somewhere, I want to finish a book in a day. Yeah. And I've known, or, or well, slowly first, because like I, I got a book from the library and they only give you two weeks. I'm like, okay, if I can finish this book in two weeks, 
great. Yeah. And then it's like a week. I want to do one in a week. And then ultimately a day. I just yeah. want to finish a book in one day. Right. Because I've heard legends of people doing this. And I'm like, I, how do you even do that? I've done it. Like that's I know. And, and it's also that it's part of that practice too, because the 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 more you do it and the more natural it is to you, you know, like you were saying how like not only were you reading faster, but you were like really absorbing it. Yeah. So that becomes second nature. And that's when you hit this your stride because then once you find a book that sucks you in, you'll stay up all night and right. and finish it. Right. You know? And it's and it's and it's funny too, because I, I have a Kindle and we also have hard books all around the house. Yeah. Um, but the Kindle tells you when you crack it open, how many hours left until you finish this book. Right. And it's like, oh, a 300 page book you can finish in like nine hours. Yeah. I was like, I can do that. Right. There's 24 hours in a day. Right. I could theoretically finish two and a half books. <laughs> right. Like if I really stuck to it, if I was like, I could, I, I'm going to, but I'm going to go slow though. Because a lot of the, because living hectic lives, we yeah. get most of our reading done on subways. Sure. So like yesterday, it was a Saturday, and normally what we do is we sit here and we turn the boob tube on and right. just watch crap. Like put on crap while we have our coffee. So yesterday I was like, I got to finish this book. Yesterday was the last day of June. I was like, I got to finish this book before June ends, yeah. which was yesterday. Right. Uh, well, for you guys, it was Saturday. Um, <laughs> we're recording Sunday. Um, <laughs> so I was like, I got to finish it. And so I was like, can we just have coffee and read? And she was, you were like, yeah, I love reading. I was like, you married a nerd. No, I know. This so is, I've been suppressing this side of me. We did it. And I finished the book and I was like, that felt great. And then we're sitting here and I was just like, what other books do I want? And I've seen most of your books and like, I'd want to read some of your books, but I wanted to try something different. Sure. Uh, so I was like, oh, let me go let me see if, where's my library card? I can't find it. So I couldn't find it. So I just applied for a new one and there was a branch close by to us. And I was like, I'm going to go pick it up. And you were like, uh, I want to, I want to go to the library. I, I, I like libraries. I love libraries. So <laughs> you also got yours yesterday. Yes. Yeah, so I got my library card. It's my first library card I've had since probably the nineties. Cause I think the Wait, last you've time you never had one in New York. No, I've never had what? one here. I didn't know that. Mm -mm. I, I think part of the, well, part of the reason is because I worked in bookstores. Right. So the first time I lived in New York, I worked in a bookstore. So I had unfettered access to all the books I could possibly want. You worked at a B Dalton, right? I did. Yeah. yeah the one, the one on, on six, six Avenue, eighth street that is now defunct. Um, yeah. So I worked there and so I had all the books I could ever want. So you didn't need a lot. And I didn't, I didn't need it. And right. so then I didn't, and I, cause I was, broke but i had a whole bookstore at my disposal were you right? reading like while you were working oh my god yeah yeah you, i worked in shipping and receiving so you just like and then if they put did me on your the job floor, in an hour and then you had five hours yeah, to read a book absolutely and yeah. so and i checked every single book that came into that store went through my hands right so i had to by hand scan each book into the system so i saw every single thing that came in right. and if you something put, you put one aside like yeah this if something interested me i would just set it aside yeah. and then whenever i had time i would read it and if i was out on the floor depending on where in the store i was there are some sections that are dead and there was like nobody to help but there's a desk for you to chill at and right. so i would just bring my book out with me and wait until someone showed up that needed help that's awesome um yeah and then when i moved back here by that point it was like so you're like a private library yeah and i i like having books and I reread them yeah. and I, so I, and I enjoy collecting them. Right. So when I, by the time I moved back to New York, it was like, well, I'm just gonna buy books I want to read because I want to own them sure. forever. You your, know, your goal is to have one of those, you said giant libraries that has like a ladder yes. that goes around it. This is my dream. Like the wheel ladder. That's, a, that's all I want. I want like an old school study. Yeah. 
that is like where I have my nerdery. That's yeah, so yesterday we both we both went and got library yeah. cards and I got a couple books. It was very exciting. And then we were like, we came back, we're like, let's go ride bikes. Yeah. We had a very productive. It was very cute. I was like, which, you, you want to go ride bikes? Which we weren't going to do because it was like the first day of a heat wave. Yeah, yesterday. it was ridiculously hot. We're like, we're staying in. Fuck this AC. Because I had worked outside all day the day before. It was so in hot. In 90 degree weather for 12 plus hours. So I was like, I'm exhausted. But yesterday I was like, you know what? I'm not that bad. Let's go do stuff. Mm-hmm. And we were very active. We were. And it was like. like in a way that we never were when we were. 300 oh, pounds oh no. ago. Are like, you kidding me? Ever. Like Weekends were only for eating and streaming, and that is it. That is it. Yeah. Like, Ex- unless we had something planned, like going to the shore, yeah. going to a beach, right. going on vacation. Yeah. If we were here, we were doing nothing. Nothing. Like, there's just no way. Well, especially because, like, even just going around the block with the dog, it's like the dog hates the heat. Yes. And so she doesn't want to be outside that long. Right. And we were miserable. I overheat really easy. And, and of course, yeah. like a hundred pounds ago, I right. overheated obviously easier than I do now. Yeah, you didn't do too bad today. No, I I, I felt okay. I felt yeah. okay. Like I yesterday when I took the dog out, was that yesterday morning when you weren't here? He, when did I work? Was it yesterday? No, I worked Friday. That was yes. No. No, that was Friday. Okay. So when that day when you were when you were yeah. out working outside right. and I walked her that morning. Right. I was worse off that day for some reason. I think it was because well, of the humidity. Sick. Yeah. Yeah. You were also not feeling yeah, good. Yeah, I wasn't feeling good either. Like so you stayed home from work because right. you were feeling Well, I worked from home. Right. But it was just like I already didn't feel good, but I it was definitely the humidity made it harder. Mm-hmm. So when I got home, like I told you, I by the time I got back from the walk with the dog on that day, I already had heat rash. Yeah. So I was like itchy all over, overheated, bright red, had to get in like an ice shower and just stand in there. Yeah. You know, and like today I did the same thing when I, we got back because I, I could feel myself overheating. Like I felt a little nauseated, but just cold shower. that's just me. Yeah. Like I, I don't sweat like a normal person. I just turn bright red. Yeah. We got to make sure you carry around water. Yeah. All the, every yeah. time you're outside. Dog and I need to always have our own waters when we leave the house. Poor guys. I know. <laughs> Poor guys. But yeah. yeah, we had a very active weekend and yeah. I'm excited about doing that more times. And now my undercarriage hurts because I haven't sat on a bike. Oh God! I was In like, so long. What are you about to tell these people? <laughs> my business is bruised. Your mother's listening. I know, but she—I <laughs> already told her my business was bruised no, from it. Uh, I just didn't know where you were going. I was like, um, yeah, yeah. No, I my taint is killing me. Yeah, holy and like, shit! And the city bike seats aren't even bad. It's no, not, it's not like you know, the first time I was like on, I did like spin, yeah, bike stuff. Yeah. Those seats are merciless. Well, the first day I did it, it was like last Tuesday when we were having the unemployed barbecue. Yeah. And that was when I rode. And that was a narrow, more narrow seat. Yeah. And I was on there. I was on there for like an hour. Yeah. And it, it hurt a little bit, but after a while, I could I wasn't feeling it. Yeah. But then I got home the next day and I was like, I got up and I was like, ow, why does my booty hole hurt? <laughs> and you're like, the seat. I was like. Really? Yeah. Oh God. Because like, your body yeah, you got to build that callus. Yeah, your body's not used to having all your weight focused on that spot. Oh, and the one place. Yeah. The worst place it could be. I know. I Ow. know. I know. So today I'm like, it like right now I'm uncomfortable sitting. Yeah, but here. it would have been worse had I weighed 200 pounds uh, more. You think? <laughs> Yikes. Yeah. Although I, I mean, for me, I had more of a cushion then. I, did, I now never. I, I never. Less, I never had a butt. I have less butt now. I got no cushion. <laughs> Right, but right. it was fun. Like I actually got to. I rode a couple of times. It's terrifying. Yeah, you were terrified. It was so cute. It's terrifying. Like I can still do it. So I remembered how to do it. I got momentum. I was yeah. able to pedal. I was able to turn. I just 
I would get nervous when it would because the city bikes, you know, it's like they're it's a high use, you know, right, so like they're right. kind of they're not as tight as a regular bike would be, and it's so the handlebars are more wobbly than a regular yeah, bike, yeah. and so you and start I think to my wobble. Seat was going down even though it was locked. I yeah, well, for it. me it was at the lowest yeah. position, so it's not a problem. But it was like it was more once I would get going if the handlebars started to wobble, which of course they're going to because you know it's a public bike. Um, then I would get freaked out, like I was gonna fall over, because right. also the city bikes Wait, weigh like five hundred pounds. When they wobble like that, that's not. No, normal. no, handlebars, and on your own bike you can tighten them so okay. that it's there's no play with it, so gotcha. that it's a little bit firmer, so you can corner. Right. But it's like it's like power steering, you know, like you can turn it, but when you're aimed straight ahead, the tire shouldn't have play. Gotcha. It shouldn't wobble. Yeah, my next thing is learning how to turn around while still riding. Yeah, you can't turn. I'm he like, would stop, I stop, turn I the bike turn around. The bike. I'm too scared. Because when I've seen guys do it, it's like they're leaning their whole body. I'm like, I'm not ready for that. You actually don't lean at all. You're no? not going to lean at all. Like if you, you just turn the wheel? You just turn the wheel gently. Yeah. And But guys, when it, like those, those um, delivery dudes But you need to be bikes. going fast to do what they're doing so for your speed that you're going you're actually gonna if you lean at all it's gonna be to counter it you're gonna lean away from the curve right so if the bike is going to your left you're gonna lean a little bit to your right to kind of balance it out right you'll do it naturally what they're doing is when you're going super fast they're going super fast and you corner then you lean into it like on a motorcycle because the it's like the centrifugal force is holding you to the bike. Big words. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> science is happening. Centrifugalities aside. Science is happening. Um, yeah, that, that was fun. I can't wait to do it again. Yeah. I'm very excited about well, it. Well, I'm excited because I it's like from my I could do that for my commute. Well, no, it's gonna be good exercise too when I've when I've eventually when I nail it. Yeah. When I got it, I'm just gonna quit the gym because I'm just gonna do that all the time. Right. Because there's no need for me to be paying the gym fifteen dollars a month when yeah. I can just ride a bike. Yeah, I mean, you'll need it in winter and stuff. Yeah, no, I'll sign back up for it. But like the summer months, I don't need you. There's outside. There's all kinds of... I want to go play outside. Yeah, I want to go play outside. It's better than being in the gym with awful people. I hate being in the gym. I hate the gym. It's good for classes. I'm still okay with that. Yeah, my gym doesn't have classes. It sucks. I got to blink. Ugh. Yeah. Playing outside is better. You got the fancy gym. You go to the sports club. Yeah. It's nice. But anyway, uh, I think that's it. Yeah. Anything? Did you remember what you wanted to talk about? Nope. Nope. No. no uh, idea. Maybe next episode, Jen, could remember. <laughs> no, it's gone forever. What she was talking with the intern about. It's gone forever. Uh, I don't know. Stay tuned. Yeah. <laughs> the suspense is killing everyone. Come back for it. I, I yeah. guarantee you remember the second I hit I the stop button on the recorder. Oh, I did. I did want to to give a shout out to our theme song performer, writer, performer. Marianne, because while we were at the library, oh right, the librarian she had a couple of little pins on, and right. one of them was a K Records pin from Olympia. Yeah, and so when I was like, I like your K Records I know pin, what that is. and she was like, I can't believe. She's like, I didn't think anyone would know what this is. Right, and I was like, I not only do I know what it is, I lived out there for many years, right. and. We have a podcast, yeah. and our friend who performs our theme song is a K Records recording artist. Right, right. You should check her out. And so, and you were so cute. You're like, what? Could, we should give her more information. I'm like, she's a librarian. She'll she'll no, find her. No, I was. We, <laughs> we told her about the podcast. Yeah. And uh, to make it easier for her, I was like, it's on iTunes, Google, and you're like, she's a librarian. She can look it up. I was like, it's like she knows how to yeah, find but podcasts. It's easier. If we just tell her. Also, <laughs> like. 
But the it's, it's then I felt like, bad because I was like, was I mansplaining? Fuck, I didn't mean to. I was just trying <laughs> to literally let her know what mansplained to a librarian. How what? To find where it is? No, it's not. It wasn't. No, don't say that. <laughs> it wasn't how to find podcasts. It was where ours is. But ours is where they all are. No, that's not true. Is there any place that we aren't? What if we weren't on iTunes? What if we weren't on Google Play? But we are. What if we were only on Podbean? Then it would make sense to tell her. Well, I wanted to tell her no because I (laughs) wanted to tell her iTunes in case she had an iPhone, Google in case she had an Android, Uh and like the Podbean or Stitcher in case she had a fucking Blackberry or something (laughs) ancient. I don't know. So I I was trying to cover my bases. I'm done. (laughs) Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.